0: So we're going to jump right in where we left off. The last moon sign we talked about was Virgo. And so we're going to pick up with Libra. So again, the moon signs are your subconscious. They're your emotional world. They're how you deal with your emotions, how you process them. And uh, each sign is going to do that a little differently as we talked about last week. So Libra. Libra is cardinal air. Libra is... uh, the typical air sign. They're adaptable and they're charming. They're indecisive and self-indulgent. But Libra overall is known for being um, diplomatic with their feelings. They have this romantic influence to them that is really heightened in this position because their ruler is Venus. So people with a Libra moon have an amazing eye for art and beauty. They love it. They're very aware of their environment and the aesthetics that surround them. And those are, that's a really important thing to Libra moons, the aesthetic. They want their aesthetic to be beautiful, to and capture just art and beauty. And that, that goes to their clothes, their home, their appearance. Even when they prepare meals, they want their meals. You know, they're the ones on Instagram that are like, look at how pretty this is. <laughs> that's a Libra moon. And again, they're very aware of their environment and they want that beauty to permeate into every area of their life. They, these people cannot stand things that are crass or vulgar. War, um, you know, death, destruction does not sit well with a Libra moon. Tranquility is key for them. So their environment, they're going to really want that crisp, clean aesthetic that's just very tranquil and beautiful. So the moon benefits from being in Libra because it's stable. Libra is the air sign that is. It's the scales. It's balanced. They want that balanced approach to their emotions. And while you may think that Libra is all about love and beauty, it's literally only skin deep. It has nothing to do with their emotions. When it's in based in the moon, it's there's still that typical air sign where they evaluate things rationally. And have an amazing ability to see other people's point of view. So I think people get a Libra moon confused that they're gonna be this hardcore romantic and they're gonna love love. Well, no, they love beauty. They love the idea of love. They love what love stands for. They love peace, but they're not this overly sappy romantic type. They romanticize life, the idea, the ideals of life, but they don't romanticize in their relationships. They are people pleasers, though. They do, again, they're people-pleasers because they want everyone around them to be happy. They want that, um, you know, that peaceful environment. And they're charming and they get along well with others. They base a lot of their life around the people that are close to them. And that goes back to that people-pleasing thing. They might be a little bit of a chameleon. You know, they might be a copycat in that sense that they want to keep the balance so they have no problem kind of morphing into different people when they need to. Um, So romance, again, is an aesthetic for them, not a feeling. It's all about the look of love, not the feeling of love. So they want their partners to look good. Uh, Libra moons are attracted to people who take care of themselves grooming-wise, aesthetic-wise, that have good looks and even better manners. Because again, a Libra moon would not be caught dead with someone who wants to make a scene or be overly dramatic in public because it's all about their image these people might go through a number of partners before they find the one that they settle down with because they want the best. They truly do want someone who is going to tick all of their boxes and they're not ones to settle really. But when they do finally find someone, marriage will be the ultimate goal because that's the ultimate stability for them. Overall though, mental compatibility is the most most important thing for a Libra moon. Again, I cannot stress this enough. Libra is still an air sign. (laughs) At the end of the day, Libra is an air sign. They are the most balanced, the most even keeled air sign because you know you have Gemini and Aquarius. So compared to those two, yes, Libra seems very calm and they are calm, but they still embody that intelligence over emotion ideal that all air signs have. Okay, moving on. Scorpio. Scorpio is fixed water and Scorpio When the moon is in Scorpio, the moon is actually in fall, which we talked about last time. The moon is exalted in Taurus, meaning that it brings out the best qualities. Well, when the moon is in Scorpio, it tends to bring out some of the worst qualities. So these people are ambitious and emotional. They can be very creative and have a lot of passion, but they're also secretive and prone to jealousy. So Scorpio brings out the spiritual nature of the moon. You know, Scorpio is not afraid to explore the underworld. In fact, um, that's where Scorpio often feels most at home, in the subconscious, in that underworld, you know, digging through the muck and the grime of what, you know, your subconscious holds. These people are great at hiding how they actually feel, and that can be due to their deep connection to their subconscious. They keep everything hidden. Scorpio is known as the secretive sign, and when Scorpio is in the moon, they're gonna hold on to those feelings and they're not gonna let them go or let you know how they feel or anything. So they keep it all buried in the subconscious. And they they're aware of it because again, they have a great connection to it, but that doesn't mean they're gonna invite you in to, to take a look around. So these people have strong passions and lots of creative energy, but that often spills over into those more negative emotions that I was talking about. They end up feeling, you know, anger or resentment and they know those are negative. They're very aware that they feel those things. So I think that's one of the reasons they try to hide their emotions, because they can bubble over and be this negative thing, and they don't want to show people that. So they keep that cool exterior, and that takes a lot of self-control. A Scorpio moon has a lot of self-control, again, because they compartmentalize, they keep things just so, so you you don't see all the skeletons in their closet. These people dread rejection more than most moon placements, and they'll actually shut themselves off from their emotional world if necessary so they don't have to deal with that type of pain. They're really good at manipulating their emotions because it gives them that sense of control because they don't want to feel like they're not in control. They feel things so deeply. So, yeah, you know, when you feel something that deeply, the only thing you can try to do is control it, because you can't stop it. These people cannot stop their feelings. So the best tool they have is trying to control it and, you know, (laughs) keep it locked down in the subconscious and not let it out. Something really positive about these people, though, they are so observant. You won't get anything past a Scorpio moon. Scorpios in general are extremely observant, but a Scorpio moon is going to notice every little, you know, like facial movement they're going to notice every little tick you have. If the slightest thing in the room changed, that's also a water thing. You know, the the water the water people are really, really intuitive, but especially the Scorpios. And they also have really great memories. That's good and bad. So they will remember when you have made them happy, but they will also forever and ever remember when you have wronged them. <laughs> so keep that in mind when dealing with the Scorpio moon. They tend to, since they have those great memories and they have a hard time forgetting things, they tend to be brooding and their emotional wounds last a lot longer than most people's. So the moon being in fall in this position, there's going to be more obstacles put in place for these people than other moon signs. So family matters is going to be one, especially with the mother, since the moon is representative of the mother. These people might have a strained relationship with their mom. There's going to be erratic emotions that bubble up that can be hard to control, even though they'll do their best to do so. And just health issues, issues surrounding health can be a little more daunting than other positions. So if these people can learn to harness their connection to the spiritual world, it's going to greatly help them process their emotions in a healthy way. You, Scorpio moons, you have this this natural born doorway to the subconscious. Don't keep it locked. Go in there, explore it. You know, let the door open sometimes. Let things flow freely. I'm not saying to be a complete open book because that's never going to be you. But if you can learn that the spiritual world is accessible to you, you're, you're gonna be able to process your emotions so much easier. I just, I don't really know how to convey it other than that. You're going to have to get in there and dig around and not be afraid to explore it. That's the key. Don't be afraid. Jump in. You can handle it. So since the spiritual world is so accessible to you, you have this magnetism. All Scorpios have this as well, but the Scorpio moon especially. To other people, you're magnetic and you seem like mysterious and sensual. You may even come off as a little cold in a sense just because you are so reserved and put together, but it makes people intrigued by you. You definitely intrigue people. You don't want to be controlled in relationships and you have a hard time being vulnerable, truly. So bottom line for you Scorpio moons, it's hard for you to trust people, but you want security. So you, you want to trust people, you really, really do. But it's going to take you a long time to get there. And you already know that. You guys, you're so aware. You're aware of how you are. So I don't really need to be telling you this. You know you you don't trust anyone, but you want to trust people. It's It's a hard mix for you guys. This is a tough moon position. So good luck, Scorpio moons. Sagittarius moons. All right, this is mutable fire. These people are open minded and adventurous, but they're also restless and uncommitted, just as every Sagittarius placement. There's always some form of restlessness and a sense of not being committed. So in here, it's you're not really committed to your emotions. Let's, we'll we'll get to that. But this moon position in general has a little bit of a sparkle to it because it takes those emotions and makes them bold and gives you a quick mind. You're able to get things done quickly and efficiently. You're clever, but your moods also tend to shift along with your thinking. So you have the typical Sagittarius optimism. And it allows you to create these wonderful, lofty goals for yourself. You're not afraid to dream big if you have a Sagittarius moon, and that's because of the the Sagittarius optimism. You're rarely thinking about the negative parts in life, and it's hard to bring you down or get you down if you have a vision and The thing about you is, Sagittarius Moon, if you do have a vision, you typically accomplish it, and I think that's why. Sagittarius moons tend to be so ambitious because it's like, well, whatever I put my mind to, I make it happen. So you don't really see the negatives because the negatives don't really happen for you. You guys do have great judgment and you can see the bigger picture better than most moon signs, but that does mean that you often lose the details. The details for you get lost in the sauce and You're more worried about, well, you know, I might not have gotten X, Y, and Z done, but we got the the main project done, and that's all you really care about. These people like open spaces, they like adventures, they like meeting new people, and they're just really, really adaptable. They're so, so adaptable, and that's why they like, you know, meeting these new people, exploring these new surroundings. It stimulates their mind in a way that other signs might not need, because Sagittarius is a good balance between emotional and logical. You want to explore your inner emotional world and the depths of your subconscious is going to be your greatest adventure. You want to expand your horizons just as much as your mind. So say you're a Sagittarius moon but you're not a big traveler, you're going to be the more philosopher type. You're going to be the one that's constantly wanting to learn, learn about other people, to study something new that's how you expand. Sagittarius always wants to expand, so you're going to want to expand emotionally, intellectually. But the problem is, you can be reckless with your emotions, so it can be hard for you to get to know other people, or um, you generally lean on fate a little more than other signs. So you think, you know, well, what it'll be, it'll be, and that's that, and you accept it, and you move on. But Sagittarius is also the luckiest sign in the zodiac, no matter what the placement is. But if it's a Sagittarius moon, you definitely push your luck to its limits. You use every ounce of luck you have, and you are shameless about it. Again, Sagittarius believes in fate, so it's, you know, this was fated, this is how it was meant to be. So you're able to accept it and adapt to it. Again, that adaptability. If, for some reason, somehow, some way, you do become weighed down or sad, It doesn't last long. The Sagittarius Moon, you know, again, you might think, well, fate, this is what fate wanted, and you might be sad about something, but it's not gonna be long until you can be found laughing and bounding off on your, you know, newest adventure with a fresh new outlook. You're great at making friends and you have a really witty way with words and just a great sense of humor overall that really draws people in. You, Sagittarius Moon, you see the best in people because you see the best in yourself. You're so optimistic. You see the best in everything, the best in every situation. And people like that. And that draws them to you. You see things in others that they may not even be aware of. And that makes them feel special. And you know, who doesn't want to feel special? Who doesn't want someone to look at them and be like, I see this in you. Like, that's just, that's that's such a nice thing to say to someone. And it really gives those people a little taste of the limitlessness that you feel on a daily basis. For you, Sagittarius Moon, love is an adventure and it needs to be exciting. If love isn't expanding your horizons or making you think or taking you on literal adventures, it's going to be boring to you and you're not going to be into it. A solid love affair for you is often found in a deep friendship because Sagittarius values friendship over everything. So to really form that deep emotional bond, you're going to find it through a good concrete friendship first you need someone who's always looking forward someone who's going to push you someone who's going to give you the space to be yourself and maintain your own ideas and someone that allows you that really really allows you this is so important to keep your independence you have a really lighthearted look at fidelity you need change and variety to be happy so you need a partner that is going to change with you instead of push back against you So, Sagittarius moon, you value your freedom over everything. Find someone who respects that and you will be very happy. So, Capricorn moon, this is the worst placement technically for the moon because the moon is in detriment here. So, this is cardinal earth. The Capricorn moon brings a responsible and disciplined characteristic to the moon placement, but it's also pessimistic and rigid. It has a stabilizing and restrictive effect. But it's almost too much. So you know, Capricorn is unemotional by nature. That's just how they are because it's Saturn's, its ruling planet. The moon in this position is—it's hard for people because they're going to encounter many obstacles in, in their life. People that have have heavy Saturn placements just get thrown time after time, like these hail marys of hard hardships, like really difficult things. But if you can rise to the the occasion, if you can rise to the challenge, you will always reap the rewards of overcoming that obstacle. So a Capricorn moon might have a lot of emotional turbulence in their life, but it is going to make them such a better, stronger, well-rounded person than most people if they rise to the occasion. These people like to learn, but not just for the sake of learning. It's not just like, oh, I learned this, cool. No. They want to use their knowledge and they want to be practical with it. They probably want to start a business with it. They want to learn the who, what, where, when, how and why of everything, know the ins and outs and become a master. They're emotionally organized and self sufficient. There's an innate work ethic within a Capricorn moon. And they can often feel weighed down by this overarching like sense of dread and responsibility that I have to take care of the world. And the world may be, you know, their family. This is the moon we're talking about. It may be their, their emotions that they have are just so heavy that they're just weighing them down. The weight of the world is constantly on a Capricorn moon. So that's why they try to keep their emotions organized, self-sufficient, and very robotic so they don't overwhelm them. These people are solitary and can be prone to becoming obsessive. This obsession can lead to depression or mood swings, but they always reach their goals in the end no matter what. And that's because of their obsessive nature. They become obsessed with something, and they won't stop until they get it. And then once they get it, they find the next thing to obsess about. So they often do this at the cost of their own happiness and their own emotional needs. They, Capricorn moons sacrifice a lot of their own emotions and emotional needs to get what they want. Because for them, status is everything. Money over everything. The You know, this is a very, Capricorn is a earth sign, which is the material world. And money is power, money is success, money is status. It's important to a Capricorn. And it's not that, oh, I have money, I can buy things. It's, I have money, and I'm successful, and I've made it. That's what's important to a Capricorn moon. They are charming in nature, and they'll tend to rub elbows with all the right people to reach their success. And like all the Capricorn placements, they're going to suffer from anxiety and loneliness. That's just a given. <laughs> it doesn't matter what Capricorn placement you have, you will suffer from some sort of anxiety and loneliness because, thank you, Saturn. They often have feelings of not being good enough. You know, they, their own feelings, they don't feel valid. They have this fear of being abandoned. They have a hard time accessing and revealing their feelings if you have a Capricorn moon in your life and you think, oh, they're so closed off, you know, they they don't open up to me, they're so cold, well, they can barely reveal themselves to themselves, which is why they have such a hard time opening up to you then. It's not that they're trying to be stubborn or withdrawn, it's that Capricorn and the moon don't really get along and it's hard for them to reach inward into their subconscious and really process how they're feeling. So as a result, they come off as cold and calculating and just not being able to really tell you how they feel. This gives them a hard time trying to find true love. So sometimes they'll settle for practical love, a practical workable love that's sometimes good enough for a Capricorn moon, which sounds sad. It sounds sad. And you know, but for them, it might work. If as long as their world is, you know, working, they're happy. So it can be hard for them To trust others because they are a bit of a control freak. (laughs) So, again, while they might not find true love, they'll find a workable love that makes them at least feel secure. But if they do find someone they can trust and commit to, if they do find that person that allows them to access their inner world, their subconscious, and helps them open up, then it's going to be the love of a lifetime. And it's going to be the most beautiful thing in the world. So, Capricorn moons, I hope you find your person to open up that your subconscious because if you can open that world up if you can open your emotions up and also put it with this practical mind of yours you're really unstoppable. We all know Capricorn is the workaholic of the zodiac. So mix that with some emotion, man, that'd be wild. All right, Aquarius. Aquarius is fixed air. These Aquarius moons are creative and they have a they have a more humanitarian attitude to them they are aloof and often set in their ways. So, Aquarius, air sign, you know, brings this rational mind to the moon, but not like Capricorn. This deals more with thinking clearly and accessing a humanitarian type of emotion rather than hiding their emotion. So, an Aquarius moon one-on-one might not seem super loving or friendly, but that's because what they care about is the big societal picture. Aquarius moons care about community. They care about the world more so than just a one-on-one conversation. They are rational, intuitive, and they're generally altruistic in their concerns. Whatever cause they do take up, they truly care about it 100%. Like that's where their emotions are invested in. And their emotions are reflected in the world around them, again, rather rather than from within. They try to understand their emotions from a collective human standpoint with a bit of like a like a scientific view. So they're looking at the world and they're feeling, they're feeling, how can I make this better? How could this be a better place? And then using their rational mind to think, I can implement this system to help the world. So these people are very grounded, but still maintain that visionary sense about them. They're great conversationalists, air sign, you know, communication, that's just all air signs are great conversationalists and they love to talk. They're people oriented. They're social and sometimes overly friendly, which is which can be surprising if you get them in the right setting. They're generally good at solving other people's problems, and that's because they don't get sucked into the dilemma like a water sign would. So you can come to an Aquarius and you know spill your guts, and they'll help you, but then that's it. They don't become emotionally invested in your problem. They just gave you a solution and send you on your way, and that's a that's a pretty good example of Aquarius not being good one on one. But being good at the big picture. So their emotions are often linked to their higher learning and their mind. They like philosophy, politics, science, math, art, anything that's really going to expand their understanding of the world around them. These people also, oddly enough, this is really cool about an Aquarius moon, they possess this clairvoyant ability. and I don't mean like, you know, mystic psychic, but you should always listen to an Aquarius moon. Because they're going to be the first one to say, I told you so, and be like 100% right. Somehow they have this weird way of like predicting outcomes. I don't know what it is. They're just like, no, you should probably do it this way. Because if you don't, it's going to fail or something. I don't have an example, but trust an Aquarius moon when they give you a piece of advice or when they tell you to do something a certain way. Because again, they have this weird clairvoyant ability to just like predict a bad outcome or a good outcome so always listen to your aquarius moon friends these people are interested in the unknown and the unusual and that's mostly because it's something new to be discovered and learned about they want to they want to explore the world they want to explore new possibilities new ways of thinking they like to expand their mind they're a really really strange mix of romance and freedom so when it comes to love an aquarius moon is a bit ambivalent about love so they don't want they don't want someone who is jealous or possessive um and they usually end up with someone who requires a lot less emotional upkeep they The less interested you are in an Aquarius moon, the more interested they're going to be in you, and it's that typical like school schoolyard thing of you know I want to chase you, I want to you know you have to be exciting for them, you have to spur their romantic inclinations. Being forced to be romantic by emotional pressure and like needy people is not the way to win an Aquarius moon. It's just not for them. They just, they don't like it. They swing back and forth between being super romantic and being super detached. <laughs> the only thing, the only piece of advice if you're trying to win over an Aquarius moon, the only piece of advice I had for you is good communication. Being a good conversationalist will will be greatly beneficial in your endeavor to make an Aquarius moon fall in love with you cuz again these people just they have this romantic way about them but at the same time they don't want to show it and it goes back to that thing of one-on-one they just it's just not there you know just one-on-one relationships are kind of hard for an Aquarius moon but that doesn't mean they don't care they care so deeply and they want to make the world a better place for you. They want to make a, the world a better place for the people they love. But that doesn't mean that they're, you know, going to say good morning beautiful every day or send you flowers every week. That's that's not them. They can they can adapt, you know, to to your needs, but it's not likely. So just <sighs> Aquarius moons. <laughs> they're they're a confusing bunch for a lot of people because they care so much, but they have really, really odd ways of showing it, I guess. All right, moving on. Pisces. So Pisces is mutable water. They are sensitive and they're compassionate, but they're also indecisive. And this is really cute. They're often confused. <laughs> and what I mean, confused, sometimes it's by their own emotions. Other times it's by their own existence. A Pisces moon. Oh man, they have a, the, the moon and Pisces in general have a wonderful connection. Pisces is deeply emotional and wants to explore the depths of the moon. And Pisces is also the dreamer of the zodiac. So when the moon is um, in this position, we see someone who can easily connect with their dreams if they so desire. If you're someone who wants to take a more spiritual path in your Pisces moon, you're definitely going to have an easier time just because of how accessible the subconscious is to you. You pretty much live there, kind of like the Scorpio, but you're you don't have as many skeletons. It's not as as scary of a subconscious. So the biggest hardship a Pisces moon faces is the innate understanding of the human condition. And this is kind of a jump off from Aquarius, where Aquarius wants to, you know, help the world. Pisces is the one that's feeling the hurt of the whole world. So these people tend to filter that outside world to match how they want it to be. Rather than how it truly is, they don't want to feel the harsh realities of the world, so they put on you know their rose-colored glasses and they see it how they want it to be, which is beauty and harmony. That's all that's all Pisces wants: love, 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 that's what they want is love. They're good at hiding their emotions, they keep their romantic nature hidden most of the time. They know, but Pisces Moon knows they're unrealistic, and they keep that hidden pretty, pretty well. From from people. They don't want people to know how deeply they feel and how hurt they are most of the time. So these people are also really artistic and have a love for art and beauty. Generally, these people are creative and they use their creative outlet as a means to escape the outside world. They sense the world through their emotion rather than intellect. So that means they're highly intuitive. And if they allow themselves to tap into that ability, you see a lot of people, again, who take a spiritual path or a psychic path, and they they often have a Pisces moon. So when I mean that they sense the world through emotion rather than intellect, so they're the opposite of some of the other signs we talked about today. Everything is emotional for a Pisces moon. Their emotions can easily get the best of them. Easily. But again, they're not going to show it. They will not, you won't see a Pisces moon cry which seems so crazy because, you know, water signs like, no, a Pisces moon is going to ball that up and they're going to keep it to themselves. And this is especially true if their sun or rising is a really strong willed sign like, um, you know, an Aries, like a fire sign or a Leo or an earth sign. They're really going to ball that up and keep it to themselves. So I said before that they have an indecisive nature and that's because they generally don't want to be the one in charge. They don't want that pressure. They don't want to feel like they're the ones having to make the ultimate decision. They will chime in and give their opinion, no problem. But at the end of the day, they would rather have somebody else making the big decisions in life because they don't want to make the wrong one again. That's too much pressure for them. They like the illusion of love rather than love itself. So Pisces dream on such a big scale that it can be hard to really meet their expectations, especially in love they they want this wild passion and they feel like they need to be swept away like swept off their feet into the night you know right off into the sunset love for them they think should be euphoric and that causes problems cuz cause they kind of end up using it as a psychological drug in a sense they get addicted to that feeling then they get into this cycle of you know hit after hit of i need my love to be this way and when it no longer is then they find someone else who can do that for them but once they do find a partner, a solid, stable partner, they give it their all. You know, you'll do anything to make them happy, even if you don't get it back in return, which that kind of sucks. <laughs> that's that's not great. But you know, you do once you decide to be there for someone, you do stick around. On the more negative side, this sign can be prone to playing the victim in relationships if you don't feel like things are going how you envisioned. And then you're also easily preyed upon by manipulators because the man- a manipulator can easily craft the world that you have in your brain. They're good at you know giving you what you want, so you you can fall victim to people like that. So my advice to you, Pisces Moon, when you're you know dating and trying to find somebody, really stay guarded, but also stay grounded. And I know that's so hard for you because you live you're you live on the moon. <laughs> you know a Pisces Moon lives on the moon. You're not here. You're always somewhere else in your mind but staying grounded is really, really going to be beneficial to you when looking for love. All right, that's all of the moon signs, guys. This is exciting. I'm glad we, you know, got through this. This was this was really good. I hope you learned something. Um, if you have any questions, you know, please reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram at moonmatters.astro. You can go to my website, moonmattersastrology.com. You can send me something through there. I really enjoyed this. Again. I'll be doing the other planets at some point, rising signs, all kinds of things. It's going to be great. Thank you to everyone who's been listening. You guys are awesome. I hope you have a great week. I will see you back here next week and it will be with our first guest on the podcast. So I'm very, very excited about that. It's someone who is near and dear to me and I can't wait to share her perspective on a topic that is very, very important to me. So she's got some good insights and she's an amazing person. Can't wait for you to meet her. I will see you guys then.